0: Well hello and welcome to the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark and we are here together listening to some of the classic highways and byways of recorded jazz history. Today we're going to be focusing on a series of recordings that were organized and led by the bass player Chubby Jackson. Chubby Jackson was born in 1918 in New York City. Uh, By the early 1940s, he was playing or had played with a succession of uh, interesting bands: Louis Armstrong, Jan Savitt, uh, several others as well. But he started playing with the Woody Herman band in the mid 40s, Uh, a little bit with the first herd, but with the second herd is where he really came to prominence. And most of these recordings we're going to hear today were done with members that were affiliated with Woody Herman at the time. So uh, we'll have some guest stars as well. This music is really on the kind of the edge of bebop and swing, kind of right on that transition period. These were white musicians who were very uh, attracted to the music of Charlie Parker, certainly, but also Lenny Tristano, uh, Lester Young, different players who were considered kind of uh, on the edge at that point. Even Lester Young, who was, of course, a dedicated swing era player, was looked at as more advanced in terms of his rhythm and uh, improvisatory concept than someone like Coleman Hawkins. So we're going to start with two tunes that were recorded for Keynote in January of 1945. This is Chubby Jackson and his orchestra, and the two tunes we're going to hear are Cryin' Sands and a Northwest Passage. And Northwest Passage was a kind of a cut-down version of uh, the big band tune that Woody Herman recorded that was credited to Jackson, Woody Herman, and Ralph Burns, the piano player. Cryin' Sands, which we're going to begin with, was credited to uh, Jackson and uh, Edmund Cara and Joan Condo. So... The personnel in this group, uh, this was recorded in New York for keynote, was Howard McGee, who was guesting on trumpet, the African-American trumpet player who was... uh really kind of an advanced swing player leading into bebop. He was just getting into more classic bebop styles in 1945. He played with Andy Kirk and some other groups, and he was really uh, mining the fields that uh, had been dug by Roy Eldridge a few years earlier. With McGee, we have Bill Harris on trombone. He was, of course, a, a mainstay of the Woody Herman band. Flip Phillips on tenor sax, likewise. And Harris and Phillips had several groups over the years together that were quite classic swing groups. Ralph Burns on piano, Billy Bauer on guitar, Chubby Jackson on bass, and Dave Tuff on drums. Dave Tuff, of course, was the representative of the earlier jazz style going back to the 1920s in Chicago, but he was a remarkable big band drummer who uh, could play with the modernists. Dizzy Gillespie uh, had him on some different dates, also uh, Charlie Parker occasionally. He played with Woody Herman. Of course, he played with Benny Goodman and... uh, for a while with Tommy Dorsey and many other different groups as well. Alcoholism unfortunately derailed his career, but uh, Louis Armstrong called him the best white drummer uh, he knew. So after Crying Sands and Northwest Passage, we're going to go to a session that was by Chubby Jackson's Rhythm. This was kind of a. Uh, an experimental session, I guess you'd have to say. This was from November 29th of 1945 for Keynote, also in New York, and it was just rhythm instruments. Tony Aless on piano, Billy Bauer again on guitar, Chubby Jackson playing mostly solo bass, with Arnold Fishkin playing in the rhythm section on bass, and Shelley Mann on drums. So some interesting sounds coming out of this. We're going to hear uh, Headhunters, Headquarters, and Sam's Caravan. Uh, Headhunters, Hunters in this case was by Arnold Fishkin, Headquarters by Sonny Berman, the trumpet player. I guess that was being played by Benny uh, or the Woody Herman's band. And Sam's Caravan is a take on the Duke and Juan Tizal tune, Caravan. And there's one other tune that we're going to hear uh, at the top of the next session as well. So that's our set Chubby Jackson and his orchestra, and Chubby Jackson's rhythm. Uh, recording for Keynote 1945. Cry and Sands Northwest Passage, Headhunters, Headquarters, and Sam's Caravan. <music> So that was the Chubby Jackson groups, the orchestra and uh, the rhythm for Keynote Records, New York in 1945. We started out with "Crying Sands, which was a big feature for uh, Bill Harris on trombone uh, with the Woody Herman Band, and uh, that was done with Chubby Jackson and his orchestra, as was the next one, Northwest Passage, another sort of small group Uh, version or reduction of the big band chart, and that featured Howard McGee on trumpet along with Harris on trombone, Flip Phillips on tenor sax, Ralph Burns on piano, Billy Bauer on guitar, Chubby Jackson on bass, and Dave Tuff on drums. Then we went to that interesting rhythm section feature, uh, Chubby Jackson's Rhythm, done on November 29th of 1945. And that featured Chubby Jackson playing solo bass along with Arnold Fishkin on rhythm bass, Tony Aless on piano, Billy Bauer on guitar, and Shelly Mann on drums. We heard, um, what did we hear? We heard Headhunters. Headquarters, and then that odd version of Caravan called Sam's Caravan. Uh, Jackson was known as a humorist and a jazz uh, comic, basically. In fact, uh, after he left the Woody Herman Band, he uh, was a television host for Children's Television, I think in New York, uh, in the 50s. He uh, had a program that featured Looney Tunes cartoons and old Our Gang shorts called Chubby Jackson's Little Rascals and uh, very entertaining guy. And his humor comes across in Sam's Caravan where he does a takeoff on the Slam. Sam Stewart uh, bowing and singing simultaneously and he's interrupted by somebody else and uh, a kind of a Jewish dialect thing ensues and he says he's not slam but Sam and off they go to finish the tune. So kind of interesting playing, interesting humor there as well. We're going to finish up that session now with the last tune that was done on that session. It's called Two Heads Are Better Than One, a tune apparently by Shorty Rogers, although probably refers to the two basses in this group. And We'll have some interesting interplay in the instruments, especially between the guitar and the piano on that one. Then we're going to go to a uh, session that um, Jackson led for Prestige Records, which was then fairly new in New York in 1947. This was from May 22nd of 1947, Chubby Jackson's Sextet, uh, again with some Woody Herman alums and uh, current members. Conti Candoli on trumpet, Emmett Carls, uh, very under-recorded tenor saxophone player. It's good to have his work here. Um, more Tony Aless on piano and Billy Bauer on guitar. They were very much of the Lenny Tristano school. Uh, and You can hear some of their cool jazz playing, along with Jackson on bass, and Mel Zelnick on drums. And the tunes we're going to hear are Follow the Leader, followed by The Happy Monster, Lana, L-apostrophe-A-N-A, and Mom Jackson. Apparently, Chubby Jackson's mother was a character in in her own right, and so she has this tune dedicated to her. So those are our tunes right now. We're going to hear the last tune for keynote, Two Heads Are Better Than One, by Chubby Jackson's Rhythm, and then the Chubby Jackson sextet for Prestige in 1947. Follow the leader, the happy monster, Lana, and Mom Jackson.
1: We'll Oh, oh, I'll be out. Oh, 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 ba oh, 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 oh,
0: some good kind of proto-bop sounds, really right at the cusp of swing and bebop, and uh, as I said, these musicians saw themselves as, as avant-garde in a sense. These were white musicians who were inspired by the great black bebop players, but also by the more theoretical approach of people like Lenny Tristano, and uh, uh, a little bit later, uh, I think you'd have to say... George Russell and Gil Evans and people like that. So we started out with Two Heads Are Better Than One, which was that interesting rhythm section feature, Chubby Jackson's Rhythm for Keynote in November of 1945, Tony Aless on piano, Billy Bauer on guitar, Chubby Jackson and Arnold Fishkin on bass, with Jackson probably taking the solos, Shelley Mann on drums. And uh, some interesting playing there. Then we went to that uh, date that was done for Prestige, early Prestige recording from uh, May 22nd of 1947, done in New York, uh, by Chubby Jackson's Sextet. Conti Candoli, who was uh, one of the two brothers, Conti and Pete, who played with uh, Woody Herman's band. They're both known as high note specialists, but both very good jazz players. Emmett Carls on tenor sax, one of the relatively rare recordings we have of him. Tony Aless on piano, Billy Bauer on guitar, uh, Jackson again on bass and Mel Zelnick on drums, and we heard "Head," uh, rather, "Follow the Leader," "The Happy Monster," Lana, and "Mom Jackson." All kind of classic bebop lines on standard chord changes, and with good uh, virtuosic playing by the members of the band. So we're going to do one more set of Chubby Jackson. Chubby Jackson actually lived quite a long life. He lived into the 2000s, 2002, had a very uh, long life for a jazz musician of that period. He was about 84 when he passed. I think he was still playing up until close to the end. His son, Duffy Jackson, became very well known as a drummer in the 1980s and 90s. Um, So interesting musical heritage there. So the last session we're going to do was done by Chubby Jackson's Fifth Dimensional Jazz Group. These were recorded for Capitol Records and were recorded while uh, Jackson and the Woody Herman guys were uh, on tour in Europe and this session, or actually these two sessions, were done in Sweden on December 20th of 1947. So. Uh, not too long after the Chubby Jackson sextet uh, that we just talked about. So the personnel of this band at the time, uh, the Chubby Jackson 5th Dimensional Jazz Group, was Conte Condoli again on trumpet, Frank Succolo on tenor sax, a very light-sounding tenor player, very much in the Lester Young tradition, Lou Levy on Uh, piano, Terry Gibbs on vibraphone, Chubby Jackson on bass, and Denzel Best on drums, kind of a blend of uh, different styles and groups there. I should mention, I think it was Chubby Jackson who took the vocal on the last tune we heard in the last set, Mom Jackson. So there are six tunes in these two dates. We're going to hear uh, the first four, which were done, as I said, on December 20th, and then uh, two more that were done with the same group on January 20th of 1948. So in order, we're going to hear—actually, I think I mixed these up a little bit, but no matter, same group. We're going to start with Begin the Begin, which was from uh, the first session, uh, going on to Crown Pilots, a Conti Candoli tune. Then Crying Sands, which we have already heard. Uh, that was done uh, on the earlier session as well. And then Lemon Drop, which was a uh, George Wallington tune that had been recorded frequently by some of the early beboppers. And then the two tunes from the January date, "Boomsy," which is Conti Condoli, Chubby Jackson, and Frank Sokolo's tune. And then uh, we're going to end up with a tune by the drummer, Denzel Best, Dee Dee's Dance, and this was recorded by many groups as well. So this is the Chubby Jackson 5th Dimensional Jazz Group from 19, the very end of 1947 and the very beginning of 1948, recording in Sweden. Begin the Begin, Crown Pilots, Crying Sands, Lemon Drop, Z, and Dee Dee's Dance. What you'd call hardcore bebop in a way from a slightly uh, later period than the hardcore of Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie and Thelonious Monk, but nonetheless, very compelling. Chubby Jackson's Fifth Dimensional Jazz Group. I had said it was recorded for Capital, I was wrong about that. It was actually released on several small labels, including Esquire and Coupol, and a couple of other things as well, so just sort of a small recording date that fortunately was preserved and these were recorded in December of 1947 and January of 1948 in Sweden and the group consisted of Conti Candoli on trumpet playing some really high-powered bebop trumpet we uh I don't think of him playing quite in that style, although he certainly recorded more and did a lot of studio work uh, in the next couple of decades. Frank Socolow on tenor sax, Lou Levy on piano, Terry Gibbs on vibraphone, Chubby Jackson on bass, and Denzel Best on drums. There was a vocal on one of the tunes, uh, Lemon Drop. I'm not sure who who were the singers. Usually it was Chubby Jackson and Terry Gibbs, and it sounded like there was a third voice in there. I'm not sure who that would have been. Maybe Conti Condoli. So the tunes we heard were Cole Porter's Begin the begin, good feature for uh, Terry Gibbs in that case. Then Crown Pilots, the Candoli tune, followed by Crying Sands. We heard that uh, on an earlier version uh, on the first part of the program, Chubby Jackson's tune. Then Lemon Drop with that vocal done by George Wallington. Then two tunes uh, from that January date, Boomzy, sort of a put-together tune probably concocted in the studio by Condoli, Soccolo, and Jackson, and ending up with the uh, composition by the drummer Denzel Best, DD's Dee Dance. So some really good uh, bebop playing by players you don't really hear too much about at this point. So I hope you've enjoyed this program. My name is John Clark. This has been The Jazz Focus, and we have been focusing on Chubby Jackson, some interesting recordings made in the late 40s, right on the cusp of bebop. And uh, where else but The Jazz Focus would you hear some of these shows? So hope you're enjoying these uh, podcasts and radio shows I'm posting here. We have close to 400 now, so lots to do on a rainy day. And if you are inclined to become a member of the family, please do so. Hit that little button and uh, give us some support. Share some love, whether of the sustaining variety or just a one-time donation. So thank you very much, and
1: I'll see you on the other side.